0: I'll take that deep cleansing breath in let it out and just allow all that you are to settle into that namaste state of being that awareness that the divinity within you is recognized and affirmed by the divinity within all those present namaste so we want to begin with a question and the questions are always powerful and the question is what is your belief about yourself what do you believe about yourself and i'm not talking about your past i'm not talking about what's in your checking account i'm not talking about whether or not the relationship is 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 on par thriving or whether or not you're single i'm not talking about your health status. I'm talking about what do you believe about yourself? Do you believe and know how spectacular you are? Do you believe and know that you are perfect presence and perfect form and function? Do you believe and know that you are the master creator to your experience? Do you know and believe, know and believe that when you speak your word, when you speak your word, for transformation, for newness, for oneness, that it will manifest. Is that your belief? And if it is, awesome! Awesome! Right? Put a buck in the plate, or no, take that back. Put a big check in the plate, and you're done. (laughs) If by chance you're thinking, well, no, I want to believe that, but that's not what I believe right now, then let's understand something. That a belief is nothing more than a thought that's been repeated to yourself time and time and time again. So much so that it's become an affirmation. And an affirmation that we repeat with feeling, sometimes with simply resignation, resignation. We're going to touch on that, right? That affirmation of, well, maybe this isn't meant to be for me. That resignation of, it's easier for other people. This is what, but this is why it's hard for me. Understand though that affirmation is, is a affirmation of resignation. It is an affirmation of acceptance. It is an affirmation of, which is being ingrained into your consciousness to create a core belief. So when you're doing your spiritual work and you're doing that treatment work, that meditation, that visualization that we've talked about all month long through about the book, Your Invisible Power, right? And we're in that mode of doing that spiritual work in the morning or in the evening, maybe doing one or two of the exercises that we've described to do throughout the day. But then that predominant belief, that predominant affirmation, is one of resignation. One of not believing what you are trying to put into the causation of mind. Well, that belief, that affirmation, begins to cement. It begins to become a foundation. And out of that foundation, because it is now A strong belief, a part of you, it begins resonating within the universe. And through the law of attraction, brings whatever mirrors that affirmation. So what we want to do with you today is simply get into that awareness that whatever your current belief is about yourself, if it's not how powerful you are, if it's not how absolutely stunning you are, y'all are just the hottest group of people I know. No amen to that? (laughs) 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 We need to work with that. We need to begin working with that thought. We need to begin working with that thought to the point that it starts becoming an affirmation. And we need to be working with that affirmation to the point that it becomes a core belief. And we need to work with that core belief to the point that it becomes a resonating signal, a point of attraction within you that is so strong that your entire external experience reflects one and only internal knowing. How's that sound? Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. So how do we do that? I want to share something that, that Ernest Holmes wrote. He said, just what is meant by your word. He said, it means your conscious intention, your conscious direction, your conscious faith and acceptance that because of what you are doing, because of what you are doing, the power of spirit will flow through your word in the direction you give it. Now, I'm very prone to saying and believing and knowing that you are the most powerful creators on this planet. I know that. I believe that. I also know that what you're creating is a mirror of your belief. Not what you want to happen, but what you believe is, is a part of you in the here now. So we want to change that because, as we said earlier, we don't want to focus on what you believe about your finances, your health, your love life, none of that. We want to focus on what you believe yourself to be as spirit in function and form. That's what we want to focus on. And sometimes it's difficult for us to focus on how powerful we are, the potential of good that we can create and manifest when we hit those bumps in the road of life. And we're all going to hit those bumps in the road of life. But the bumps in the road of life are not there to trip us up or to test us. I hate that. The universe is testing me. No, it's not. If the universe is doing anything, it is simply reflecting back to you, that there's just a teeny tiny bit more work to be done. That's all the universe is doing. And the reason it's reflecting it back to you is because there's a teeny tiny more bit of work to be done. That's why the universe does that. So it becomes a matter of what you believe you can do. If you believe you can speak your word and manifest it, then you will. If you believe that you can speak your word and manifest it, perhaps... Maybe once I clean up all these things I did in my past, once I let go of all the old relationships I had, all that wonderful stuff, then guess what? You're going to get a perhaps manifestation or demonstration. The universe is not going to manifest based on what you have or have not done in the past. The universe is going to manifest through you. Presence is going to resonate with your word, with your being, based on what you believe yourself to be in the now. In the now. Let me share this from um, Dennis Watley. He said, if you believe you can, you probably can. If you believe you won't, you most assuredly won't. Belief is the ignition switch that gets you off the launching pad. I like that, the launching pad. For all us sci-fi people, that means we can go warp speed into our spirituality. Warp nine, if you're Captain Picard. What are you ready to get off the launching pad? And the way we get off the launching pad is by releasing, removing those excess stuff that weights us down. And that excess stuff that weights us down is always about, or always the old beliefs, ideas, feelings, that somehow we're not good enough, or somehow something that we did in the past is going to keep us from our greater good. I'm a testament, that's not true. I'd be dead now if that was true. Okay? What's important is this moment. What's important is this moment, when you begin affirming, I am presence in perfect function and form. I am the master creator of my experience. My every word is a causation to the expanding good of God. That's what's important. And you take that affirmation and you repeat it over over and over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes a part of your core until it becomes so strong that when we hit that bump in the road, and we're all going to hit that bump in the road, that we see the bump in the road, not as something that's going to stop us from living our truth, but as something which is an opportunity for us to live our truth. Something which shows us just how powerful we can be. So we want to get into that mindset of being so powerful that Every time we speak, we receive. Every time we speak, we receive. Now, that can be a double-edged sword. We want to tell you that up front. Because it becomes incumbent upon the individual to be mindful of the words they speak, to be mindful of the thoughts that they are consistently having, to be mindful of the patterns of behaviors driven by thoughts that we're consistently maintaining. And if those thoughts are not reflective of how powerful you are, then we need to work on that. We need to work on that. One of the things I love most about this series, you know, this is our closing lesson on your invisible power. But one of the things I most love about the series is Genevieve, in her book you are your invisible power she stresses almost in every chapter that we have to do where we have to do the spiritual work we have to do the spiritual work let me share something she wrote here she said try through careful positive enthusiastic though not strenuous thought to realize the indescribable invisible substance of life fills all space, that its nature is intelligent, unprecedented substance. And then she says, five o'clock in the morning is the best time to go into this sort of meditation. (whistles) Look, I get it. Some of us are retired. Five o'clock is like, oh my God. Some of us are getting ready for work. Some of us have kids. All that great stuff. For me personally, when I was in the corporate world, and I was just beginning to explore and expand my spirituality, I was getting up at the time at 6.30 to go to work. I have to have my coffee. Have to have my coffee. Nothing comes between me and caffeine. So... What I did, I literally set my clock an hour earlier at 5.30 to get up, but I would have my coffee, I would do my work, and still make it to work on time. Now, this was back, again, back in my corporate days. But I understand, it might be that you don't have, you don't want to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, got it. What about getting up just 30 minutes earlier? Or at least setting that time during the day to do that spiritual work let me tell you something spirituality living in oneness there's been this cultivation this idea that it's easy and it is easy it is easy because people but and people have a tendency to make it hard but what's not easy is carving out the time to do it that's what's difficult What's not easy is setting the intention, living the intention to explore and expand your spirituality and honoring that. So it's, we see it over and over again. Folks are looking for this drive through spirituality. Right. Where they come through and they get a a prayer request or Reiki and done. They're done. You know, we're at mixed spirits or something. It's really good, right? And it just doesn't work that way. Spirituality, as I like to say, is not a spectator sport. You've got to get in the game. you got to get in the game. You've got to want it so bad. And by it, we mean your oneness, your awareness of your power, your knowing of your truth, that no matter what is going on for you in the external world, nothing is going to come between you and your intention, your expectation to do that work. Because when you set the expectation to do that work, to live and breathe in oneness with source, source picks up on the vibration of that expectation and only flows through you in oneness. Only flows through you in creative power. But if our intention is, well, you know, I'll get it later. I missed, I had to hit the snooze bar. So I'll get to my spiritual work later. Think about that vibration that we're saying to the universe. Eh, I'll get to my desired good later. And the universe is going, okay, let me know when later's over. Move into that awareness that your first causation to your experience, and that everything that you speak, every intention that you set, every expectation that you have is simply reflective of the belief that you have in yourself about your power to create, about your power to live in oneness with presence. You have the ability through prayer, through through treatment, through meditation, through visualization, to transform any aspect of your life that you want. You have the same ability to bring any avenue of newness into your journey that you want, that you desire. But you have to be willing to make the commitment. You have to be willing to do the work. Now, I know you guys are willing to do the work. That's why you're here. But the work has to extend beyond what's happening on Sunday mornings. It means getting up in the morning and doing the meditation or going online and and. You're going to hear me plug it again. Going online, logging into your member portal, and there, finding the Creative Thinking, ma- creative thinking Magazine, and use that to set your intention. The affirmative prayers and the articles in that, that we provide, you don't have to pay for it. Use that to set your intention for the day. Get a Science of Mind Magazine. And begin using the, the affirmations that are included in that and the treatments included or the, the articles included in that to begin recalculating your day to change up your expectation. You know, we have um, in our uh, refrigerator right now, we have just a wonderful dish. It is boiled cabbage. Actually, it's cabbage cooked in the slow cooker. Kale, mm. onion, and green pepper, green pepper, all slow cooked. It's really good. It's very healthy. It's far better with cornbread, I'm here to tell you. But two years ago, I never had kale. There's a point to this. I'm going around my elbow to get in my nose. Never had kale. And Karen Miller brought in an African dish that had kale in it and it it just had, it had like, it's like it had everything in it, but the kitchen sink. And it just turned me on to kale. I love it. It, It's like African collard. You need a little bit of hot sauce and you're good to go. So Karen Miller turned me on to this. And I thought a lot about Karen this week because Karen is beginning a new, new avenue for her journey. And she's just overly impressed. She's out of town right now. I think with Family or or has family in town, I forgot. But she's done everything from that point of beginning and source for this new avenue that she's beginning to explore. She's done her treatment work, she's turned in treatment cards, she's shared with me about her visualizations, she's talked to me about how she's treating and affirming and doing all that she needs to do so that this becomes the launching pad for her new experience. The purpose for this is a to turn you on to Kale, and then you can actually thank Karen Miller for turning you on to Kale because, it, by by divine right, that's how it happens. But to also look at how individuals, other individuals that you know and are aware of, are using these principles to transform their journey. It's not a big secret, and it's it's easy. But what's not easy is living that commitment because what happens in living the commitment, people begin to fall back into old patterns of behavior and they fall back into old patterns of behavior because they're falling back into old affirmations. You follow that? And the old affirmation is what? An old thought. So we want to keep you focused fully on the higher thought, the higher idea. Genevieve said this, She said, your mind is really a center through which all the creative energy and power there is, is taking form. Love that. Your mind really is a center through which all the creative energy and power is taking form. In prayer for a change of condition, physical, mental, or financial, for yourself or another, bear in mind, that the fundamental necessity for the answer to prayer is the understanding of the scientific statement, ask believing you have already received, and you shall receive. Ask believing you have already received, and you shall receive. And I think this is what's so important about folks, pointing out, to the new folks that are new to new thought or new to spiritual principles, right? We're, we're not asking, people don't ask from that believing awareness that they're going to receive. They're asking from those old statements, those old thoughts, those old beliefs about themselves, instead of asking from that feeling energy of, wow, I am a powerful master creator. I know when I speak my word demonstrates. So we have to up-level where you are in your vibration. We have to up-level where you are in your thought. We have to up-level in how you interact with the day-to-day. You know, I I get it. There are times, and and we've all had this experience, we've done our treatment work, we've done our prayer work, and it just feels so good. Pardon me. And then Thanksgiving rolls around and we have to deal with the relatives. Oh, my God. And in that moment, let me tell you something. It is in that moment when we say the relatives are making me feel blank that we've given our power away. When you can meet the relatives, the good and the bad, the energy expanders and the energy vampires with that conscious awareness that I am in control of my my thought, my energy, my power and nothing can come between me and the power of God that I am then it doesn't matter who you meet in your interactions. It doesn't matter because you know that you are the one in complete authority and control of your experience. And that is when you begin speaking from the belief that you shall receive. Genevieve said, everything has its origin in mind and that which you seek outwardly you already possess. So what she's leading us to understand is once we create it, create the vision, the affirmation, the thought, the belief within our mind, Universal source, God, presence, spirit, what have you, accepts it as so. It is infinite. It's not worried about the how it's going to manifest. All it knows is this all right, this is something that you yourself have created. And it, it and it it's its good pleasure to manifest that idea, that thought, that visualization through you. Through you and as you, to do whatever it needs to to do, conspiring all of the manifest forces, so that that demonstration becomes, first and foremost, your experience. So we have to let go of the doubt. We have to let go of the idea that there's something outside of ourselves or behind ourselves that has more power than what we have in this moment. We have to move into that thought idea, that awareness that as I speak I create. As I speak I am emulating how the universe works. That's how powerful you are. Brian Tracy said oh, I skipped ahead, I'm sorry it was Michael Beckwith who said don't look for your dreams to become true look to become true to your dreams. Don't look for your dreams to come true look to become true to your dreams this is important for us today because this whole series has been about visualization and i get it we want to visualize we want to see ourselves in that new awareness that new having that new relationship or that more loving relationship greater health more abundance by god we want it all and we deserve it all but that occurs not by praying for the dream to become true, but for us to become true to the dream? What are the habits that we need to change in order to allow that dream to come forward with more ease? What are the current affirmations we need to drop in order to infuse that vision with a more powerful vibration of what is capable through us? Those are only answers and questions that you can questions that you can answer. And I know you can. I know you can. If you walk out of today with anything, what I want you to walk out of here with is just how powerful you are. And if you have any spark in your consciousness right now that says, I, I think I can do this. This sounds like something I can do. I can begin reformulating how I speak to myself, reformulating the actions that I take that are reflective of the thoughts that I'm speaking, if you have any inclination that this sounds like something you might could do, that means there's something within you right now saying, do it. Do it. Don't hesitate. Don't question it. Just do it. You know, I made cheesecake for Thanksgiving. Happy. Very happy, cholesterol free, fat free, delicious cheesecake. But we had a kind, of, Dan and I had kind of already made the agreement that we weren't going to do desserts for Thanksgiving dinner. So we went to the store, and I started getting stuff. And he said, "What are you to make the cheesecakes?" And he said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Don't ask, just do. Don't ask, just do. We have no cheesecake left. I made Laughter. Cat's got none of it. (laughs) They tried. The point here is, you need to listen to that internal voice. Let go of, well, you know, my past has said I can't do this because, or somebody else said I can't do this because, but that internal voice, I got news for you, it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away. It's going to be hounding you now, even when you try to go to bed at night. Do it, do it, do it. Like your own little spiritual Nike commercial. Just do it. We like that. And then you begin doing the work following that intuition. The universe is going to say, ah, they believe. She believes, he believes, they believe. And it's going to be drawn to that point of attraction that you've created. It's going to be answering sometimes even before you ask because it's all about the intention. Genevieve said, It should never be your intention to make yourself believe that which you know to be untrue. We're going to stop right here before we finish this. It should never be your intention to make yourself believe that which you know to be untrue. Well, look, what we know to be untrue is that you are anything less than the power of sense perfect function and form. What we know to be untrue is anything less than you are a powerful master creator. What we know to be less than untrue is that you are designed and have a birthright to live always in an abundance of love, joy, health, and prosperity. That's what we know to be true. Anything less than that is untrue. Untrue. And you can begin to recondition that old idea. That old untruth, if you will. She said, You are simply thinking into God, our first cause with the understanding that if a thing is true at all, there is a way in which it is true throughout the universe. And so what she's referring us to is the vastness of mind, the infiniteness of mind mind, that whatever your thought, whatever your idea, whatever your desire you want to bring forward, providing it brings harm to no one, the universe is going to make happen. The universe doesn't see all the precedents, false precedents that people put up for themselves. It's only going, well, let me work on this. At some point in time, somebody said, I want to be a millionaire, and the way I'm going to do that is by selling a pet rock. And the universe said, okay. Got my dollar. I had a very well-trained pet rock. Played dead well? Stayed well? Don't know where it is today? The idea, the precedent is irrelevant. What's relevant is the vibration of belief you bring into the awareness. What's relevant is if we're having those times when the treatment work, the prayer work, the meditation work is sometime hit or miss, Sometimes we demonstrate, sometimes we don't. That is conducive to the the awareness, the knowing, that somewhere along the way, there's an old ingrained belief, old idea that has to be rooted out and replaced with a new one. And the more you replace it with the new one, the old old idea, the old untruthfulness is going to slip away. Dennis Watley said, if you believe you can, did I say that already? No, I didn't. If you believe you can, you probably can. If you believe you won't, you most assuredly... Yes, I did say that. You, you tricked me. I know, I'm going to the wrong way on my page. Okay? Butterworth. Butterworth said, Prosperity is a way of thinking, living and thinking, and not just money or things. Poverty is a way of living and thinking, and not just money or things. So let's apply that to all of life. Love is a way of living and thinking, and not just having a significant relationship. Health is a way of living and thinking, and not just having a banging bod. It's about having an abundance a wealth of presence within your life. It is about moving from that awareness that your intention is to excel in every arena that you choose to excel in. Always knowing that you're excelling from that first point of causation that you are. Always know that you're excelling because you are spirit and perfect function and form. your intention is not to live out the what was, but to live out the, the what you decree it to be. So what do you decree it to be? What do you decree this moment to be? Is it going to be more of the same, or is it going to be more about the, a new belief, a new idea about you? And come allowing that idea, listen, allowing that idea to come forward without it being forced. You know, I announced... Have been announcing. I didn't do it today. It wasn't on my list, and I'm sorry for that. But I've been announcing that Jill Isabel is is. I said Isabel, I'm sorry, Isabel is doing her energy work out of here on Tuesdays. Phenomenal energy healer. And guess what? She charges for that. Good for you. And she should. It's powerful work. But what I haven't seen yet is folks availing themselves of that service. Taking the time to say, you know, I really want to work with principal, and part of my way of working with principal is doing the necessary internal energy cleansing and making sure I'm on the right track. Part of that process is getting with a practitioner after service and saying, well, here's where I am and here's where I want to go, just do the treatment for me without my story attached. Without my story attached. You know why we want to do it without the story attached? Because we don't want to cloud the practitioner's consciousness with the old story. We want them to see the new story, the new vibrant story, the new you, the new belief, the new vision. And you leave with that awareness that wow, There's someone holding that powerful vision of me. That's how they see me and know me. That's doing the work. That's getting up in the morning. Not at 5, but 30 minutes earlier. Whatever that may look like for you. And logging into your member portal. Using the Creative Thinking Magazine for an affirmative prayer opening up the Science of Mind magazine or the Science of Mind textbook and doing that visualization work and doing that treatment work and getting so centered in all your spiritual energy and then speak your word for your manifestation. Then speak your word for your desire. That's what Genevieve talks about throughout this book, especially in these closing chapters. A lot of stress on us doing the work. She does. She points something out, which I think is wonderful. And she says, if you've gotten up in the morning and you've done that powerful spiritual work, then sometime, set the time every day, set the intention for somewhere between 12 and 1 o'clock to just spend five minutes focusing on the, the spiritual work that you did earlier in the day. Five minutes. You know why we want to do that? We want to spend that five minutes so that we can refocus, reclaim our spiritual truth. Abraham Hicks says if you spend just 17 minutes holding a thought, holding a vision, you're going to activate it within mind. You're going to give it life, give it power. And so Genevieve is saying five minutes. Imagine what you can do in that five minutes. How powerful your work becomes. In that five minutes. What do you believe yourself to be? You don't have to answer that. I'm going to answer it for you. Because what I believe you to be is the most perfect expression of presence that would have ever graced this planet. I believe you to be and know you to be extremely talented, Extremely powerful. I know you to be the opportunity for the best of Source, the best of God, to live in this moment of now. And I know you to be, I know you to be, that transcendent creative force, destined, destined to transform the world into something better than any of humanity has ever Ever experienced before. That is what I know you to be. That is the vision that I hold for you, and that is what you will leave with here today. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, if you would please say the tithing affirmation with me, Infinite Mind in as and through me in as and through me blesses and multiplies my tithe blesses and multiplies my tithe it does its good and perfect work it does its good and perfect work and returns to me and returns to me multiplied abundantly multiplied and if the